0: Hello, hello and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble. Show where you come for your rambling geeky download. My name's Tommy and I'm delighted as always to be joined by my friend Anko from Across the Pond. DL, what up, dude? What up, DL? How are you, mate? I am good. I am good.
1: I'm very, very good. <laughs> very, very, so good. good. So good. So good. Well, we good.
0: currently, oh, we currently in so the future, good. right? We're in a time machine. We've gone <laughs> all the way to the future.
1: <laughs> the joke is still strong. It's still strong. Is it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Once again, um, you're off gallivanting the world. That's what I do. That's what you do. We are still in the same room at this point, so we're recording. a preemptive episode, shall we say? Yeah, I think it's like two weeks early. Two weeks.
1: Maybe three. I guess it depends when you want to <laughs> yeah, edit it and we'll release it. We'll see when it goes <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, whenever you we'll have time, I guess it'll Look, pop we're out. We're all the about feed. that content.
0: We are. Um, I'm yeah. all about that base, about that content. That's yeah. terrible, I can't. I, what was that? Let's not carry on with that. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Right, I don't right. So you're just soaking up the sun rays and sitting before you fly out. Where are you headed?
1: Yeah, the sun rays. Um, I'm headed to the north woods of Wisconsin. Ooh. That's uh, just south of Canada. Moose country. Moose country. Apparently. Okay. Um, <laughs> then from there, I'm going to Brussels in Belgium. Brussels. And I'm uh, taking a quick gander you over really to enunciate that. the middle of France somewhere. Uh, Lyon, but not Lyon. Somewhere in the middle of France for a wedding. Helpful. Doing uh, a bit. It's like the countryside.
0: Nice. Gallivanting
1: over to Normandy to pay my respects. I want to kind of see the all that stuff. Oh, yeah, know, Omaha Beach and all that crazy stuff. Um, and then I'm doing back to Brussels, then to Italy.
0: seems like you don't really know where you're going. Rome and
1: Positano. <laughs> I
0: do, but I just I don't know. You know, it's like one, man, it sounds one amazing. I'm, the next, right? I'm excited for you. Yeah, it should be good. In the future, not right now. Yeah. Right now you're in the room with me, go, so it can't be that it exciting. It will be very, very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so what we're doing is recording a couple of preemptive episodes. You might have already heard one, depending on which one we recorded and released first. Who knows? Mm. This is an episode which we are going to talk about an exciting main topic. DL. Do you want to preface the main topic? Yeah.
1: I mean, with uh, the release of, you know, the new House of the Dragons series. Is coming And the, they, I think they had like a new poster come out or something. We'll they just,
0: did. They sure did. Like we uh, talked about this on an episode that's in the
1: past. Did we? I think so. Well, there you go. <laughs> I thought we just talked about the trailer, but apparently I
0: talked about the poster as no, well. No, was in one we haven't actually recorded yet. <laughs> oh yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking you're inceptioning me. Oh, total inception right now for uh, podcasting. Yeah, we're gonna watch. We're gonna talk about shows that tried to be Game of Thrones but couldn't. You know, every network had like
0: a a Game of Thrones killer, right? And which, by the way, like the next Game of what, Thrones. Yeah, like why? Well, I guess it's a thing, isn't it? Like, I don't know if I don't know how much you know about soccer, but now in soccer. If there is a world class player, you've probably heard of the likes of Messi or Ronaldo. Yeah. Whenever exactly, but whenever one, whenever there is one of these players who is the goat, they're players are always coming through, and they're always compared to being the next Messi or the next this. It's like God, let him let him be their own thing, which yeah. is actually which, something a lot of these shows suffer from. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think the ones I pick suffer from a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, at least one of them, to be I fair. Actually, one of them's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I guess the, we'll talk about it. But like, the, yeah. Game of Thrones was, from my perspective, right? And you tell me, because you're the... Why you're, did you like Game of you're Thrones? The, so we're going to preface that. We, why we'll, did you like it? We'll get into that, but you're the real aficionado on Game yeah. of Thrones. and it, But from my perspective, it's real lining in a bottle, right? It came from humble right. beginnings, but it combined like a stellar cast with some serious talent. But like it had just engrossing characters, uh, but it was all combined to become compulsive watching. It wasn't just Lord of the Rings with sex and dragons, which, which is what it was pitched to me as uh, when I was back working in Manchester. And I was like, why the fuck would I want to watch that? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, like, I think it's
1: actually very different than Lord of the Rings in a lot of ways. Oh, same, but yeah, that's but that's the but that's the point I'm making. There are like, some good similarities,
0: but yeah. because it's a fantasy based on based on some novels, people were like, "It's Lord of the Rings." It's like yeah. it's really not. Uh, and well, let's say since it's uh, diver- diverse, let's say since it's a uh, divisive ending, divisive. Let's say that every man, his dog, and network have been frantically trying to find the next Game of Thrones. Yes, and even HBO, as you mentioned, they've had what. They've got two se- two prequels in the works, a sequel potentially with Jon Snow. Everyone's trying to recapture that lightning. So we're gonna talk about a few a epi- few series maybe that tried that and That tried and didn't.
1: Maybe didn't? You know, but that doesn't mean they weren't sounding good, good in their, their own, own right, right, but they yeah, they weren't. And and I guess like that's okay. You gotta aim for the. You gotta aim for the best. Gotta shoot for
0: the stars, to, to man. Be, yeah, to be <laughs> the best, you gotta aim for the best. <laughs> That's it. And shout, quick shout out before we start to a, to an episode we did, roughly fifteen episodes ago on a show called Shadow and Bone from Netflix, which was objectively bad. True, but I will watch the second season. Oh, really? I will not. Yeah, I will. Okay, all right. But that had a very similar vibe, and a lot of people were calling it "It's the next Game of Thrones." When it clearly fucking Yeah, but even out. like those books aren't even as good. As no. So like, duh, it's not.
1: The Ooh. things we're
0: going to talk about are a little bit different. So what we're going to do is we've both picked a couple of series we've both at least perused. Perused. I would say one of
1: them I perused heavier than the other. Yeah, yeah. That's but fine. But we will, you know, there was some and heavy petting for one. <laughs> <and> some light <laughs> <laughs> handsiness. Little little, little <laughs> for, bit of handsiness. Other. Yeah, there's rounding first as opposed to, you know.
0: Well, I'm going to be frank with you. Yes. I didn't get past the first few episodes of the ones I'm going to talk about. Oh, uh, okay. But But you know a lot about them. I will ex- Yeah, I okay. do. And I've I've read the book series of one of uh, a couple of the books from one of them and okay. I'll explain why I didn't like the TV show. Okay, random, to continue. R- random aside.
1: Just Please. Because it was in my head as you were saying that and I needed to get it out. Sometimes that happens. What is first Base.
0: <laughs> and is it the same in England? Oh, I'm sure it's changed in the, in the years. And is
1: it this? Well, I, when, when you were talking <laughs> in bases, <laughs> you talked bases. I was just saying,
0: do you even do this? <laughs> I never said the word base. That was all you, you so baby. It was
1: never like, oh, we rounded second.
0: <laughs> um, I think Did you the know U- the phrase. I think
1: in the UK or it's just the, French the kissing metaphor. Yeah. Okay. So it's just right? French kissing. I think so too. That's what I was saying. So what is second? Heavy petting, it, as it, you
0: were talking about a moment ago.
1: Okay, so the boob grab is like approaching second.
0: Well, I guess, I mean, it depends on. Yeah, or, it depends on who grab. who you're with. Why does that depend on who you're with? Well, I mean, so I don't. I don't personally have boobs. I don't uh, know about you. You, 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 you have but... boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you <like that>? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of this is definitely gonna get on Ch- episode. Yeah.
1: Why? This is this is this is across the pawn chat. We're we're culturally <laughs> we're disseminating about here. each other. Yes, I Look, was just let's, curious. Let's anyway, get back, to, back the point. to the topic at hand. What
0: yeah. exactly drew you to Game of Thrones in the first place?
1: Um you know, nothing really drew me to it, to be frank. I'm trying to remember why I even watched it. Oh. Okay. I didn't Good know news. about the books. I think when you started. Yeah, I yeah, when I started. Um, I was a big fan of like Entourage. This is going to sound random, <laughs> Entourage and some other HBO shows. That is a real sidewinder. Yeah, no. Um, and I think like every now and again, when I, w- I, w- I was back from college, I think it was like sophomore year, maybe, or like after freshman year of college, I think was when it came out. Sure. Um, and I was back at my dad's place, and he always like whenever I was at my dad's place, it was dope because he had HBO on demand. No one else in the family. The has. best. So we would, I would tune into all the like, cause HBO did have like traditionally some really good shows. Like, so I'd be watching oh, like yeah. the Sopranos and all this stuff on demand and including Entourage, I'd rewatch that, whatever. I would, you know, I was back then when I had a lot of time on my hands, nothing to do. <laughs> and, uh, I remember seeing Game of Thrones and I just watched the first episode. Like just, I was like, oh, a new show. And then it had like a bunch of advertisements about it. Like on the H in between when you're watching different shows on HBO, and yeah, demand, of they course. do give you the advertisements. And I was like, you know, that looks kind of fucking sick. <laughs> and I watched it. So I don't know if anything in particular drew me to it, but what I loved about it yep. was uh, just how immersive it was and like all the good looking people. And it was just like high stakes and just good acting, and well like well written. The first season was just really, you're
0: really thrown into this world. Now, interesting you yeah. mention high stakes. Yeah. Because if you don't mind, that's a lovely segue into the first show that yeah, I'd like to by talk all means. about. Uh, so the first show I'd like to talk about is a show called The Shanara Chronicles, which is an MTV property. Is and it really? It is, interestingly. So MTV uh, produced this series, and it's based on the Terry Brooks novels. And why that's an interesting segue into this one is because just if you read the general overview of this, as in the synopsis, Gives you uh, quite a different perspective on what you were saying in terms of high stakes. So let, let listen to this. So I'm I'm going I'm to bring back one of, one of my characters from from a number of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's Epic Voice Guy. <laughs> epic Voice Guy. As <laughs> stolen from the YouTube channel. Thousands of years after the humans collapse, an Elven princess Amberly, a human. Eritrea and a half-elf will embark on a journey to prevent, will? <laughs> and ex- will? Exactly, to prevent a demonic army from obliterating the universe it's like come on man like get your stakes in order <laughs>
1: i feel but like the, the universe isn't enough for you
0: no no what i mean is it's I'm too kidding, much it's way too much kidding. yeah kidding. chill out guys so from my perspective this
1: cheeky Khaleesi look like I'm just getting some thumbnails that's all right yeah. please
0: flick through the pictures yeah. while we're talking because I think it's a good way to get an overview of like the show the the interesting thing is that the show I mean in media not so much was never hyped as being like a Game of Thrones killer it was ne- never really that but it was in the same vein right mm. so it's based on a book series it's got you know a pretty big backing from a huge studio everyone is looking for that vibe that sort of uh, water cooler tv shall we say yes uh and nothing 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 can describe my feelings towards the show more than the imdb score being a flat 7 <laughs> like it is Seven's just... not terrible though it's not good though like yeah. it's it's not far off an aquaman. <laughs> <Well, this, laughs> well, aquaman no that's it's... fair
1: this guy is now playing uh the elvis Oh,
0: is it that no, guy?
1: The, the Will. The there elf, you go, Elf Will.
0: The Will elf. the Will elf. Will is such a random name compared to Eritrea and yeah, It doesn't really like, add up. It doesn't doesn't yeah. vibe right. Yeah. So the other challenge I had with this show, and I am admitting going back to the beginning, I only watched a couple of episodes of this because it just did not hit home with me. It had big tweeny vibes. Yeah, tweeny. tweeny you know can what I mean? A, Tweeny can ruin a movie. It or a show, it just threw it completely. Like it, it, started off quite strong, and this is actually a show that was recommended to me by one of the friends of the show. Actually, one of my best mates from from years past, uh, Craig, and he loved it. But he's big into his his uh, fantasy novels, always has been. Mm-hmm. Big uh, Terry Pratchett fan, loves all of the weird shit that goes with that. Yeah, well, that I mean, but it just lacks the thought-provoking nature of Game of Thrones. Mm. What it did is it throws you into this world, and I I like being thrown into a world. I like minimal explanation to begin with, but it just had such a wild sort of stab at what its target audience was. It just didn't know. So some of my thoughts on this in general were that instead of having a key focus in the early days on building characters, uh, building understanding of the world, it flew straight into the love and romance side of things. Yuck. It, 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 yeah, it <laughs> that's effect-
1: the best way to turn me off of a A hundred
0: percent. And unlike early Thrones, it rushed the story. So the first, uh, definitely first two episodes, rushed through a whole portion of the books. And I think I've read the first book to this like a long, long time mm, ago. Yeah. So it rushed through the fir- like a whole portion of it. So these main characters can meet and they can start those tweeny vibes. Yeah, which is the polar opposite to what a Game of Thrones did. Thrones two characters on opposite ends of the country <laughs> and just went, ah, oh, they'll see each other when they see each yeah, other. Like maybe you know? in 10 years. Yeah, maybe. exactly. <laughs> like if they ever decide to go for a walk for like 15, 15 to 12 months. It lacked, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that when the final two seasons of Game of Thrones, you know, they sped things up a bit, shall we say. Yeah. So, What's interesting is uh, in my head, I immediately likened it to those last two seasons of Game of Thrones, which were like bang, 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 bang. They're the worst ones. They're the ones that I didn't enjoy, and this was doing all those tropey things that, you know, did, made for less compelling viewing. Mm. Fair enough.
1: Did have like I think one of the things that and I'll talk about it when I get to mine, like that I like about Thrones is. It was slow but interesting. Yeah. You're saying this is fast but uninteresting. Precisely, not
0: a good way to be. Precisely, and and, and on top of that, in as many well, in many areas of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that as well, <laughs> the characters were boring. Sorry. They were so wooden.
1: What did I say? <laughs> I'm just my head's in a weird place today. I guess that's all right. Don't Round worry about and it. bases, and anyway, uh, well, I I think that like another thing I like about throws, and I guess like maybe I'll just uh, have a little back and forth. Strong themes. Yeah. Like throughout the whole series. Like it had themes and motifs about power and what, you know, what is power and Mm. what, you know, what is a lasting uh what is honor and what is lasting honor? And what is like stupid, like naive honor. Like there's shades of these things. And they explored all these really interesting themes and uh, motifs pretty consistently. Did this, did this show have any of those?
0: Absolutely not. No, well, like, None really. at all. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, w- I wanted to help you there, but no, I didn't. But I, I mean, and that, and a lot of a show is, it needs to get you involved in those first. Shows. You yeah. need to have intrigue or yeah. interest in the characters. And as I was trying to get to there before you went off on a tangent, the characters were super wooden. Like mm. none of, none of them were interesting. The main guy, Will, whiny is all hell. So annoying. And like, as soon as I saw that, and it had the tweeny vibes, and they was rushing story, I was like, ah, "Am I gonna? Am I gonna? So sit, two episodes was am all. Am I two. gonna sit through this? Two episodes was the most I got through. Yeah, fair enough. There is a lovely little irony in the fact that like, the actor who plays Gimli in the Lord of the Rings <laughs> franchise actually plays the Elven king in this, which I absolutely loved. But even his story, which is supposed to be spanning like a bunch of the books, they super condense. And in the first couple of episodes, I was like. Hang on a minute, I'm sure that happens, like, way down the line. Mm. So it's this interesting mashup of, you know, trying to get to a point where people can, you know, vibe with the characters and see what their interest, m- most of all the romantic interests are within this. yeah but not giving you enough time to breathe with them. So like you mentioned Game of Thrones and giving character time. One of my favorite things is in that first season is when you have Tyrion, who is on that slow march up to the wall with Jon Snow. And yeah, it takes totally. episode after episode. And you're like, is this ever going to end? But you get to know his character and you see the difference between him and the rest of his family yeah. early on. But that's because it allows it to breathe and it's not, overwhelmed by shit we need to get the teens together so they can have a romance
1: you know no totally and it builds on the like the lore through the care this is what game of thrones does phenomenal the books and when the show is firing the show phenomenally well is it it builds characters yeah or sorry it builds the world through the perspective of the characters in ways that inform the characters absolutely like so it tells you about the feudal feudal system but through Jon snow's Bastard view, yeah, and so you get it develops his character as you learn. Oh, this is how this world works. There's the firstborn is this, and the nobles, and it, and it's feudal, yeah, but yeah. it's not completely feudal because makes you are forced to side with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. It just it just it just helps you. It helps ground like so you're not just like exposition, <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, there's this person. No, it grounds all that in a person's view, and a, and it builds on their, I guess, background in yeah, doing sure. That.
0: That's interesting. I think. uh I guess well, some things that did have in its in its yeah. favor were like some of the CGI was genuinely like Primo. Like it looked very that stunning. That one, that's like the best
1: thing. I know. Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but, fair enough.
0: but like there were also some good prosthetics as well. So like yeah. the main bad guy, who I only really saw once or twice in my like, couple of episodes of watching this, he, uh, he looked like amazing. He was like some of the better looking orcs from the Lord of the Rings series. With like, he had a bunch of like crazy, like nose pier- like, piercings on his head. But there was, like, I'm this weird love guy. angle with him and this, like, demi-human thing, which just came out of nowhere. And demi-human. I was like, I don't know what's happening. This is nonsense. What's a demi-human? Go and watch it, mate. You can check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not inspiring me to. But, like, when the stakes are as high as obliterating the universe... And the is based around a tweeny little romance. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to see the perspective there, you know? I'm like, how is this going to pull... How How is this going to pull out far enough that I'm thinking universal?
1: Yeah, that you know was I mean? my problem with The Hunger Games. Like, I was actually intrigued, and then all of a sudden it became a tweeny thing. And the second book, I was like... You do realize you're still living in a dystopia. <laughs> yeah. Like why are you worried about this love triangle? Yeah, anyway. why does this matter? Yeah. Just um, enjoy yourselves, guys. I, I'm looking at the, some of the costumes. The costumes look pretty cool. Like that that's a pretty I don't know, that's interesting. I, know, I didn't mind some of the costumes. Some of them mm-hmm. were right,
0: some of them mm-hmm. were like real real tropey. Yeah, well. As in like they they jumped hard into the tropes. <laughs> yeah, Uh but be. look, I mean from from my perspective, overall this was just like a less mature tone mm. and it just made it really hard to connect with the characters. So, that was my sort of Overview of what I feel about this show. What do you? What's your first one, DL? Would, uh, you, would you watch that as a question.
1: Well, I, I probably wouldn't. Okay. Um, mainly based off what you've said, but like, I think that one of the things that like a lot of these fantasy authors is this: author still alive?
0: I no idea.
1: Well, because a lot of the authors, when they first like sell their stuff, like I guess what am I trying to say here? In Game of Thrones, like he 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 didn't sell his rights for a long time. Because many people pitched him all these like shortened ideas for movies or tr- or like a, a trilogy, and he knew that it wasn't going to be able to do it justice. And I think some authors just you know they, they they're like fuck it, I want the coin. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and they do it, and and this is what you get, right? You get a really super sped up version. Who doesn't? It doesn't give. It picks like one character that of a multitude of characters to pick as the main character, which just because you don't have all the foils you know, you don't even get that character as fully fleshed out as they should be. So it, it's the classic, I think, adaption tra- well, challenge for large.
0: For, for reference, Terry Brooks, uh, he's 78 and he's wrote 23 New York Times bestsellers. So he's probably good. He's probably all right. And the book, I remember the books from reading them being significantly better than what was presented in the show. And just having more like world building to them. Well, whereas- that's the
1: thing. It's hard to, it's hard to make, these epic fantasies, like... Yeah. And when, and that's why it's pretty unique that Game of Thrones was able to do it with something as big and expansive as Jordan, and, and it's a credit to the showrunners mm-hmm. to, like, really following him as best they could, and, and, like, taking his guidance up until they ran out of materials and, so, yeah. and showed their true colors. Well, it, but,
0: it's, it's interesting, but, like, the beginning of it's more in line with, like, a Lord of the Rings, right? So, you, yeah. it, it's more friendly, it's warmer whereas like the polar opposite with with the game of thrones <laughs> opening the first like cold open on the first game of a thrones open, episode yeah. <laughs> it literally cold, <laughs> where they go a, uh, past yeah. the wall and you yeah. you meet the what you see the walkers it's incredible whereas this is that opposite that sort of lord of the ringsy warmer vibe like i say it just doesn't mesh with any mature vibes fair man what's okay. your first one dio uh, my you first attempted one to game of thrones and failed
1: and, and I don't even, you know, I think it's a little unfair for me to say that it pretended to be Game of Thrones because it, it necessarily, it isn't like high fantasy, right? But okay. uh, it, it's Vikings and it was produced um, by the oh, yes. History Channel. It's a 2013 series and Game of Thrones came out in 2011 and it is set in kind of that medieval period. So like, okay. I guess you could say this was History Channel's attempt, maybe if you're being kind to capitalize on the like, sure. candor and, and... The growing love for the, Game of the Thrones. The zeitgeist of Game of yeah. Thrones, right. Um, it's based on the legendary tales of Viking Ragnar Lothbrok. Lothbrok. Well-known. Well-known guy. Yeah. Know him really well. I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and it follows like a bunch of his, his like exploits and the warriors he surrounds himself and like I guess the... Uh, His crew and his family. His crew. It's literally a crew. (laughs) crew a boat. (laughs) That's great. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he's what... uh, I don't know how... uh, Is he west side or east side? I don't know how accurate. Well, I guess he would be north side. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Northman part too. I I, I don't know how accurate some of this stuff is, but it's proclaimed that he's like the one that figured out how to like actually sail... To England and all uh, that, and I'm not actually sure if that's that's true. I think it. I think for the most part, what I read, this does a fairly good job of actually showing Viking culture cool. in a good light and, um, and like or accurate often. light, and and it's pretty accurate. Uh, it's it aired for six seasons. I think the final season recently. Yeah, um, it did. Yeah, recently finished, and I'm sure there's going to be a spinoff because there's plenty of things they could could spin it off because yeah. it is quite popular. Get John Snow meets Vikings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Travis Finnell or Fimmel, is actually uh, the the lead. He plays Ragnar, and he is an Aussie.
0: He's a beautiful man. actor. Yeah,
1: he's a beautiful man. I've I've, I've actually, a mate of mine actually met him. At, oh, wow. At Pelicano. Oh, really? The, the club around the way. Oh, really? Um, you really? should go to better Good clubs, Good luck? Tonight, yeah, I to say, like, not that great. he's had enough money
0: to be on yeah, better clubs uh, uh, than he Well, now, I mean, it's, is. it is
1: nice. It's, like, very, very hoity-toity, but I don't enjoy it. Anyway, um, <laughs> the... Uh, the real
0: oh, you tiny.
1: who are s- you? S- uh, you know, the beginning was really, really strong, actually, oh, yeah. of this show. So, like, getting into like what it, what, it, what's great about it, other than perhaps the hottest shield maiden of all shield maidens, um, of course, Legurtha. Her name isn't
0: Gertha. Legurtha. <laughs> wow. Legurtha. Wow. At least it's not Bertha. Legurtha.
1: Okay. Legurtha. Um, her name doesn't match her face. I'll just okay. Say. <good>. She's much... Catherine Winnick. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, she's yeah, a strong she's strong performance from her in that role. And she actually is a reoccurring character at... Spoilers for Vikings. Spoilers I mean. for Vikings. Spoilers for Vikings. Uh, despite eventually actually divorcing him. Well, what you, what you could call divorcing right, in that right, culture. Because right. um, he takes on new wives and she's not having it. <laughs> but, which... Classic Vikings man. They're, yeah. all, they're all about this, aren't they? Yeah, they out. love it. Come the, on, guys! But the beginning was super strong, man. Like, actually, this is a pretty good show as compared to as compared to the one you were talking about. I would, yeah, I would yeah. overall say, hey, it's a, it's a winner. What's the to um, be? For and you I was know? about to, I knew you were going to ask, and I didn't actually look this up. So let me, let me have a quick look. But it, the beginning is really, really interesting because you see him building his crew. He's still kind of working for this other king. Eight point five. Uh, I it's it's good. Yeah, it is good. Um. He, you, you see him kind of like working for this other king, but doing his own raids on the side, which he's not supposed to do, because he's experimenting Uh. with like how to go farther with a boat. He's got like these new (laughs) techniques, and you know, yada yada. Anyway, he gets to England, okay, and conquers north the the country of Northumbria. Northumbria Northumbria? is that a real place? Northumbria is a real place. Sounds fantastic. It's a country. It sounds fantastical. It's a real place. Northumbria. And one of the coolest parts, I won't go through the whole seat for season. One of the coolest parts is as a part of that, he gets a slave and it's this Catholic slave okay. that he brings back. And so you get this like interesting exploration of like two religions and how they influence the culture of the two places and okay. it almost becomes like they Ragnar and this this monk uh, like philosophize against each other to try and justify each other's opinions. And it's he, a philosophy off. Yes, it's a philosophy <laughs> off. And he, you can tell that Ragnar is like a true leader and an uh, uh, inherently curious person. Okay, and so he's using this to learn more about the world and learn and learn yeah, more about the place so he can go you know, steal more shit. But yeah, also of course, because he's he's interested. You can tell it's not just because he's bloodthirsty. He's actually wants to learn more about other cultures. And so I thought that you know they explored that pretty firmly. I like of this that. fish That's out of water, and this monk eventually kind of gets integrated into their society. Ooh. So he goes from slave to being kind of like a a, a member of it because he well because he Ragnar gets along with him so well, and Ragnar's rise is quite strong. Yeah, yeah. So he's able to do things that other people he is
0: the have. titular Viking.
1: Yes, he, other people wouldn't have let like a slave get as high as. You know this this monk does, but because Ragnar ends up being the top dog, it, it works out that way. But I it was a really cool, interesting exploration of I guess like mythos, culture, and, and different views on it. Um, so it, it did, it's and so it does interesting. It does have strong themes. It has strong themes of like, and it's family. mature
0: content as well. Like yeah. it, where, where like the last one I was tweening. talking about, no. yeah, like in terms of the Shinara Chronicles. it's just not. It, it's not for our demographic, I, I, and I'm being very, making very sweeping statements for that. No, that's but fair. I don't see it as you know directed towards us in terms of anything like the marketing the Yeah,
1: this one, this one definitely is, and it's it's it explores like even when like he ends up having getting another wife, I think in season two, and has another kid. Like it explores like his kids all pissed off at him. Like you know, obviously,
0: like the uh, Bjorn. like the Northman. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not quite. Well, when, he's, when like, well, literally, if you if you take the uncle as the main <laughs>
1: character, I'm just saying it wasn't. It was more like he's moody. Okay, <laughs> he doesn't like want to murder like murder, murder spree. Okay, um, you know, and it has like you know all sorts of things about power grabs, like the brother grabbing for power against the against Ragnar, who like his his blood brother and warrior like mate. They they end up blood conflict.
0: brother and warrior.
1: Yeah, they end up con- in conflict for that's power. A, that's a really bad death metal band name. Yeah, it Brothers actually is. Yeah, it Did well yeah. <laughs> um, So it's 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 actually quite strong, and it's got you know it explores strong themes of like family, nice. Uh, what's what's important? Sacrifice, heroism, bravery. Um,
0: you know, would you it, recommend? I I would recommend. I've seen the first episode. I would recommend it. This seems like this is gonna be a theme for me in life. I've seen the first episode. <laughs> I just never really progressed with it. So
1: I would recommend now why that being said, it didn't quite match up to Game of yes. Thrones. Yes. Right. So well, why did it well because at the end of the day, right, game of like Game of Thrones is fantasy and it's hard to like make True. history still feel real but also be fictional. And I think there were certain times where they stretched that and you, you kinda get taken out of it. But most importantly, it kind of, towards like season four or five, it just rehashes the same struggles. Interesting. Like, you know, it's like, how many times can I watch him go conquer a new place with a bigger king? And how many times can, like... Doesn't he get captured at one point and... I Well, I forget. It's been a while. But, like, <laughs> how many times can I rewatch, like, his brother and him have this same sure. conflict? Sure. You, you know, know that
0: is certainly one thing that Game of Thrones never really yeah. fell down on. It, it, it was always progressing in yes. terms of its story. Yes. Whether it was Daenerys finally making it across... Spoilers for Game of Thrones yeah. <laughs> to, to uh, Westeros. You know what I mean. Like it was always progressing, and it, not only that,
1: like so, like the plot continued to progress without becoming repetitive in yeah, Game okay. of Thrones. But they introduced new characters. Yeah, they did, and they're interesting new characters that bring like a new spec, like further world building or a new a new element like there wasn't enough of that like eventually right. they do get a couple but your your core cast is pretty much the same throughout the whole thing
0: so and main yeah main question then for me yeah. for this if you say you say it's good you like it you'd yeah, recommend that. it does it have the shock value of game of thrones in that main characters no. would just be wiped out i mean the things about ragnar you know he has his biggest you know, he's the biggest Viking king. Like, you know he's not going to die in season For two. For sure. But what about people yeah. around him as in, like, the key? Like, the main characters in Game of Thrones, I mean, admittedly, you know, Jon Snow did, but was never really dead. Like, uh-huh. they don't they don't die. You're Daenerys, you Tyrion, Jon Snow. Like, they're not going to be dead.
1: Well, I guess, like, you know that in hindsight, but the, really the only one that in Game of Thrones had plot armor up until season six was, like, Jon Snow. Daenerys, come on. You didn't know that until, like, like the, I guess like the books, the, like there's about six characters that all have the same amount of page time. Oh, really? In this, in this, in the show, it's really only three. It's like okay. Tyrion, Jon yes. Snow, and, and Danny. But in the books, they all have the same page time. So it's like you don't actually know who's safe. You really don't. Interesting. Um, but right. I would say that like no, this doesn't even kill anyone.
0: <laughs> well, oh. people, well, people die. Uh-huh. Like
1: none of those main people that I'm talking about. That's a shame. Yeah.
0: Why don't you give me your second one? Oh, I absolutely can deal. And this, I'm not gonna lie you're gonna see a similar vibe with these from me this is another one which i watched the first two episodes three episodes of this one i watched three and i completely gave up on it and it's interestingly quite a new series it only came out a year or so ago okay and it's so amazon's good. the wheel of time oh. now what i'm not <laughs> gonna do is go too deep because i know you actually want to watch this. I,
1: I do and i want to read the books
0: yes um, recommend reading the books less so the show The show for me, so effectively, this is uh, again based on a beloved, beloved book series, like you say, by Robert Jordan. And it has a huge following. Finished
1: by Brian Sanderson. Correct. Who wrote all the Stormlight Archive, which
0: I've talked about on the podcast before. And it follows uh, a member of a magical organization who takes five young people on a journey, believing that one of them might be the reincarnation of the dragon, uh, a powerful individual who's prophesied to save the world. Or destroy it, right? So again, huge stakes, gonna destroy the world. Like, ah, oh my god, too many stakes. And I think again, this is for me. It's a seven on IMDb. It's it's yeah, it's getting an average score. It's not. It, there was
1: a there was a bit of like controversy from the fans, but I thought it was more there's about a lot, the, and I'm going to touch yeah. on a
0: couple of bits here. I'm not going into too much detail. Outside of those first, it's only the first couple of episodes I'm really gonna have any spoilers for at all. So, uh, like I said, I watched a couple of episodes and I felt the acting, the performances—it's so one-dimensional. Like these characters who are supposed to be deep and full of lore, they just have no sides to them. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm like with characters who are one-dimensional. I'm gonna go down the the Daniel Radcliffe path here. They're not great, especially the five young characters who she takes with her. It's like, oh my days. Um, oh, my the average cgi as well i remember watching so the first episode has this huge battle with big cgi monsters okay and i can't tell you how average it is it's like they copied and pasted the balrog from a <laughs> of the rings a bunch of times but i like the balrog no me too the balrog holds up but it's, for how uh, old it how is how about this then all right they zoomed right out got a really pixelated version. <laughs> no, they didn't. It's not that at all. It's, it's, it's not great CGI. It's very average and they all look exactly the same. They're all copy and paste versions. How do you pick up the wheel of time and not throw a
1: budget at the CGI? Great Really?
0: Crazy. Well, I'm going to, I'm going right, to touch sorry. on the, the making of this in a moment because it had a pretty troubled production, oh. which is interesting. It was being created while COVID was happening, which may have really hindered a lot of things. Uh, and was really screwed up a lot for this program. Like It had a huge marketing push when it came out. I don't know about you, but when it was coming out, I saw it everywhere. It was at bus stations. I I almost watched it because of that. Same. I was like, I might as well give it a fucking go then. Uh, And it it, it just falls into a lot of the traps I was talking about. Um, The director had to work with some serious budget constraints as well, off the back of COVID, and they were limited on what they could do. So the actor playing one of the main key parts, again, great name for fancy show. Matt (laughs) Uh, simply just couldn't go back for two thirds of the shooting because of COVID restrictions. So a lot of it is stunted and there's these big swaths, which, you know, don't quite fit with what goes on in the novels. And it took liberties with the source material on top of that. So you've got these, this fantastic, you know, like a, like I mentioned up top, source material, which is beloved. Yeah. And they changed one of the key parts of it. I so. never understand that. No. no. So it, in the in the books, it's very clear that this Dragon Reborn, who I mentioned a moment ago, it's a male character. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're in 2022, and I know that people can make their own choices these days, but that's just how it is in this book. It could be because it's an older book, but in this, they changed it to being a non-gendered pronoun. As in, like you know how in Game of Thrones when they say uh, the prince who is promised, but it's non-gendered, so it could be the the prince or princess who is promised.
1: Yeah, but that's just because Valyrian doesn't have a yeah. precisely. But yeah. in
0: this, they made a very conscious effort to change it, and it kind of felt like they were just trying to make it more ambiguous, like just who it the, could be. Exactly yeah. out of the out of the five, which is in in a sense fair enough. Like make it make it more ambiguous, but I just don't like that they went out of their way to change this real key part of the story. And also, changing things from the story, it introduced characters who weren't in the books. So, mm. for example, and this is, like I said, this isn't going into too much detail. You can, I'm not spoiling anything for you. In the very first episode, they you get introduced to one of the character's love interests who isn't in the books at all. Got it. And the whole reason for her to be in this is for her to be fridged. It's for her to be killed off so yeah. she can push his... Fridged. His, his, yeah, that's it. That, know, that's, I know, I know, I know, they can push his story forward. And from my perspective... Look, that's seriously lazy story writing. Right? Yeah, Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, for sure. So it's a case of they're making it easier for themselves because they can get in a bigger audience. Well, when you comp- it could be any of these five mixed peoples or, you know, they're throwing in these fucking tropes that should be dead. But well, when you compare, like, and this is what we're doing,
1: right? We're saying we're, we're trying our best to compare things Absolutely. to the throne. So when you compare that romance and its impact to, say, I mean, like. Jamie and Cersei, your Jamie favorite. Jamie,
0: is- the two you most. <laughs> Admire. <laughs> Why? Why?
1: When have I ever? Uh, when do you compare it to like? You, I'm just thinking about like a past, like a a kind of spanner in the like a flash in the pan romance. John and Grit. Well, that's like more. I think that's like a, a more full on thing. It lasts like two seasons. But like Rob and. Talise or whatever. Sure. They, like that's like a character that they renamed. It's not even the same character in the books, but sure. like she serves a purpose. Yes. And like, even though it's like, she's not a main character. She has a bit of agency, but like not as much as most. Right. Mm. Her purpose is to show like how, you know, like the strong themes of honor and like yeah. seeing his dad bring back a bastard. He didn't want to do that to his son. And what that, like sometimes actually the right move like is to dishonor her. Like he had sex with her. He shouldn't have married her. And sure. because he, he gives up another vow by yep. it, and it like has all these big implications of like, oh, youth and lust. And like it explores a Absolutely. bunch of stuff. Right. And it's not just about him. It's about like other characters that influence him, his father's and his father's influence on him. So it, yep. it has these layers to it and it moves the plot a lot. Like Absolutely. That, that's very, very significant compared to what you've just described.
0: And I I may have lo- I may have gone off my point a little bit when I was Sorry. making no no it's fine no you you are right. you brought me back to the point I was trying yeah. to make there so the interesting thing and the, kind of the reason I personally felt it aped Game of Thrones or was trying to at least because it was adopting these mature themes it was thrown in there like these like graphic mur- graphic deaths at the beginning and all this and that just changed the whole tone of what the, the novels are like it, it, the novels aren't like that they're a lot more fancy they're a lot more there's no like blood not not that there's no blood but it's not as graphic as this is i think i feel like it saw that game of thrones went aha we can do some disgusting murder shit and whatever and it went let's do that too because they got they got good ratings off it they got Mm. publicity off it whereas it didn't need it like i feel like it's again it's lazy writing and it's alienating the fans who literally watch the show for the the things they love from the novels and Mm. it it changed too much.
1: Yeah. And I think like, gra- like graphicness is good when it plays out like, Hey, war is, war bad. <laughs> war is bad. And it's meant to feel bad. Like yeah. you're, you're supposed to like, yeah. when someone dies, it's not supposed to feel good when they gruesomely or their head is cut off or whatever Absolutely. it might be. And I think you see that in the way the characters react to it. Right. Like Jon Snow. I remember there was like a really good mo- moment in the, in the show that I think was like unique to the show. Like the, I think the books haven't gotten here yet. Where in like season five or season six, he's just like, I, I don't, I'm tired of fighting. I've yeah. done it. It sucks. I've you died see for men the die. I've seen, I've see, like, it's terrible. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, fuck, actually, when you think about what this motherfucker's been through, like, yeah, yeah you would be, well, you would a, be pretty shell-shocked.
0: That like, reminds me of a scene when yeah. Rob has to behead one of his own men because yeah. they, they went against his orders and he yeah. loses like a, th- a third, two thirds of his army. Yep. Off the back of it, but doing it, he's coming away from beheading this dude, and he's, like, shaking because yeah. he's, like, I can't believe I did that. It's, like, his uncle or something as well. Yeah. It's, like, I can't it's like, believe...
1: It's, like, a close, like, it's one of the top noble houses Ex- exactly. who has lineage back to his own family. E- yeah. Exactly.
0: And, and what this show doesn't do, in, in my opinion, is any of those things. Mm. Building any of the, you know, really solid, clear tones and themes. I mean... I didn't watch enough of it to find out if they did. But if in the first two episodes you're not giving me the motivation to think, oh, these are really clear themes which are gonna permeate through the whole series. Yeah. And you just hit me with an hour-long CGI fest, which by the end of it was just nonsense. Yeah. I'm gonna not watch. You know Fair what I mean?
1: Enough. And I think also like you, you touched on something with like the whole idea of like, oh, the stakes of the universe. Like Game of Thrones. There's, a, there's, there's like, there's making that the case, mm. and there's like making it actually matter and feel mm. relevant, 100%. and like the way Game of, the, like Game of Thrones did something similar, right? They, the first thing you see is holy shit, there's a big undead army, and they are badass, and they just made quick work of these guys, and they're coming, mm. but no one else acknowledges it, which, which makes great. the yeah. threat. You're like, holy shit, I'm learning about all these people. They have no idea. And not only that, they're fucking squabbling. <laughs> you're like, they're fucked. Like, what are you it, doing? It, it, it raises the stakes because you're invested. Yeah. You're like, why aren't you guys doing this? Oh, you don't know. Why aren't you listening? Like, it's like tragic. Whereas when you're just telling everybody there's this big bad thing and like yeah, it's coming yeah, yeah. and you're like, it, it, it changes the way I think you view it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think they did, a, they did a really good job of that. And also we can like empathize with that as viewers because we like every day we see like we know these big things are happening, and none of us can do anything about them. Precisely, or, you know, we don't. We don't know, and we just ignore or whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, uh, totally with you on that. Look, I think I've talked this one to death. The Wheel Sorry. of Time from Amazon. I'd love to. I'd love if you went away and watched it and formed your own opinion because you might like it.
1: Yeah, I, I it would just be didn't grab me the same way. Well, like, especially now that people are saying the show is kind of weak, I'll I definitely want to re- read the books before I. Well, it's, got a, like it's got a season. Yeah, it's got a
0: season two, so uh, <laughs> maybe it'll get better in the second season. Let' w- why don't we then move on to your next Game of Thrones wannabe killer? Uh,
1: yeah, and this one again, not really fantasy. Not really. I I don't know if it's fair to call it a Game of Thrones killer other than the fact that Netflix themselves proclaimed it to be their answer <laughs> to Game of Thrones. Ugh. So um, there you go. But it's Marco Polo, produced in 2014 ah, by Netflix. Okay. Uh, you, you remember this one? I do. I, it was like plastered all over Netflix for months the, on end. I think I've seen the first season. There is two. I think I like, I don't even know if I finished the first season, but I got pretty significantly into it. Okay. Um, mainly because I like, I am a big history, like, i like to read about history i like historical fiction as well um so there's like that like i like anything that's like seeped in history Mm. and so i was like this could be kind of cool and so i do remember like getting fairly deep into it but it was a 10 episode series probably one of those 10 episode series that could have been like six episodes (laughs) right the (laughs) way you know netflix loves one of those um and it's about the italian explorer as you would expect uh played by lorenzo richelmi um Mm. who to be fair to him I actually think he did a pretty good job hmm. as like like a being a compelling lead but the, really the the series itself was just rather boring <laughs> <laughs> to be quite frank but that's this, tough it, yeah but it clocked in at like 90 million oh, um, wow so p- to put I that in that. To put, it was their most expensive show ever at mm. the time
0: now I think it's Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, and I think that the, bef- after that there was, wasn't there a show like Frontier or something with Jason Momoa? I think that might have beaten oh, really? it too. Right. But anyway, it was uh, ninety million. So to put that in perspective, Game of Thrones first season was sixty million. Wow, which is still a pretty big commit. Yeah, but um, and I think the the Throne season was ten episodes as well. Yeah, it was. So it's a pretty much like for like. So you know, thirty percent more. Um, mm-hmm. but really never found its footing with like either people that watched it or critics mm. like it was pretty like middling reviews the whole way through despite kind of having two seasons i think they canceled it after the second season like right after it was released and back then apparently that was a rare move like they didn't <laughs> they didn't really do yeah, that they as don't, much they now yeah <laughs> they usually get don't get past second season yeah, but now yeah. it's it's pretty brutal. i'm surprised yeah, stranger things is
0: still going actually think, thinking about it
1: but stranger things was a hit oh it's instant a hit. serious hit it yeah, wasn't yeah.
0: instant like people loved it
1: um, yeah and it's set, it's actually set in the time of the Mongol Empire apparently because 80% of this shit is completely fake. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 20% of the show is based on reality. Um, according to a couple Mongolian <laughs> history experts that I looked up before I, you know, talked about this on the show. But it covers their court politics as well as like the conflicts
0: with the Chinese Song Dynasty so uh, other yeah. other feudal ki- or other large kingdoms. Does it does it give the show does the show give it enough time to Really expand and get to know those cultures as well.
1: So what I well yes that what I was what I was going to get to is it it actually it's like the opposite of your first show that you described, right? Yeah, okay. It is it is slow. It's <laughs> fucking too slow. It's <laughs> too <laughs> slow, and it's like just not God, that. It's com- really hard to get that right, isn't it? And it's just not that compelling. Ah, like shame. like the main character is interesting, and like the show is like gives you time to meet all these different people in the court, but like. There's just no conflict. There's no reason for me to care about these random people in the court because also also, like they, they don't, it's not really true to anything in, it, in its history. So they can only change it so
0: much. And like, I guess there's not really mm. any real stakes. Isn't it so interesting that like one of the, bemo- I'll keep a moment for a m- moment, if that's a word, <laughs> the thing we bemoan most about a lot of shows is that it doesn't give us enough time with the characters to, to get to know them, to let them build. Whereas this one seems to have well, too much time. I think it,
1: it but it also relies, like you need to have interesting characters. Yeah, it's absolutely. Interesting dynamics. And those have to be, as I said, interwoven into this world and, the, and what you've built and like I was, just think that there was really one one interesting character, and it was the main guy, Marco Yeah, and then there was a couple interesting dynamics in the court, where like there was two, like a con, and and another guy was like there were one son was like. Competing with the other son, but it was you know it wasn't very, wasn't well acted. It wasn't well cast as well. It kind of sounds
0: like it's trying to ape a bit of the the three hundred Spartans in there as well, because that was very court based. At times, I know everyone remembers the three hundred for the abs and the fighting, but if you remember, I'd probably say a good third of that movie is court based. And them like, should we send the army? Should we not send the army? Go and see those weird guys who smoke a lot of weed and (laughs) make weird decisions with naked chicks forgot about that is it well exactly yeah. but that's you remember no, there the is apps. a lot there
1: is a lot of that there is a lot of that and there's like nudity and like all this stuff and it would i i just think also um one of the one of the other issues would i just think it would have been cooler to see like genghis khan not this it's made after genghis khan's grandson all oh, right okay. and, his core, and actually paid played, played by uh wong Oh really? Kuang. Yeah, he, he my plays. Favorite. He plays the con Well, all right, okay. And like it's he's he's good, but also I'm just like I don't really believe him as this badass conqueror, right? And um, yeah, so that that was part of the part of the challenge. It also has some uh, another another fantasy series that tried to be Game of Thrones, The Witcher. Remember that warrior uh, warrior mage from the end of the first season? Then he has a bigger role in the second season where he's like hooking up with the other main mage at the school.
0: He's Whoa, the indian you said a lot of things i don't think you're oh the attention. guy no i <laughs> was no i know what you mean
1: <laughs> he's got the slick back indian hair ponytail yeah and he
0: uh oh he does he does um in our or whatever it's called yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah, okay, I know what mean, tri-
1: he's in this as well interesting um, so it had, a, it had a little tie to another game of thrones killer or attempted killer but yeah, at the end it, it was slow, but speaking of if you want to hear us talk about The Witcher, we have an episode on that too. We yeah. do, plug. And that that was actually I think our, our Witcher episode was pretty good, so check it out.
0: But uh, <laughs> if we may say so ourselves. Yeah.
1: Slow but uninteresting, I think. I guess cuz it's just a bunch of petty human conflicts. it's it's not like it's not very good and mostly it didn't work though i think because you know fantasy is more fun than traditional history typically unless you really do something right like what i think the first season of vikings did exploring these different historical viewpoints and religions and like that was really interesting Mm -hmm. and compelling they didn't really do that in this they didn't find that thing that would ground you in the history and make you care and make it interesting um, and definitely more fun than maybe Marco Polo's history, <laughs> right? Like, when you think about, like, a Viking warmonger and Marco Polo, like, this, this to me, should have been the, the show about Genghis Khan. And it should uh-huh, have been, a, like, be a much cooler show about Genghis Khan and showing, like, how fucking ruthless and a how, how bad he, of a person he was. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe you ground it in the people fighting him, and it's tragic and, like... You, you have people in his court who are like just trying to survive. Like, that's an interesting story to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like, a political I think that drama a, that made Game of Thrones tick. Yeah, it's like a missed opportunity, I think, in that way, where like you could have had the horde be like the 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 yeah, villain, yeah, the, okay. the fucking Mo- Mongol horde. Yeah. You see them going over the fucking mountain. You well, know, they, Game- could be the, they could be the white walks in the background exactly. that you're building up. to. That could have been a cool story. And and I guess they just got cut up with like, oh, we need to be marketable. Marco Polo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, you know, it, Interesting fact I'm about, intrigued by that. Go on. interesting
0: fact about Genghis Khan.
1: You know, he reduced the world's population by 10%.
0: I heard that. Yeah. Isn't he supposed to have DNA bloodlines with something like 10% of the world? Something crazy like that. I didn't know that, but He had so, he had so many wives, sons. He had so many children that he's apparently got And they, and many also powers. yeah, and
1: also the, like he ruled yeah. for so long that like so all those
0: long. all those lines that have been rich
1: and survived and passed on their genes. Exactly. That's pretty interesting. He, he apparently affected the world's green, like greenhouse gases. Oh my God. Because of how many people he killed.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. oh well, it's bringing him back. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a couple of shows which yeah. tried to be Game of Thrones and failed. And why we think they failed at that. It's super interesting from my perspective that a lot of them... Basically, picked an element from Game of Thrones and just couldn't quite get. their all all the ducks in a line. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, for mine, they were both historical fiction, so that's part of. They were they're almost a different genre, but the uh, sit uh, with w- it. Sit yeah. It. Would well, you Would you watch either of those? By the way, I never asked. Vikings I or Marco Polo.
0: I have tried Vikings. I got a bit bored. Uh, Marco Polo. I've watched the first season, but I don't remember it, so it can't have been that. Yeah. Good. No, it's pretty. It's pretty average. Pretty yeah. Average. Well, a couple of others um, from random lists that I found to see if you've seen them. The Last Kingdom, seen it? I have. And actually, it was literally because I wanted to watch
1: a Game of Thrones season. I wanted a kid. It was exactly what they wanted me to do is what I did. Right. And it, it was actually pretty good. Um, I just never I never finished it. Other people have told me
0: that it's really good as well. It's on Netflix. I think I, I, will, I will get around yeah. to it. it. It was pretty good. I've heard it's great. I'll be watching that at some point. That's a good yeah. one to put on the list. And one called Outlander. Have you seen that?
1: No, but that is another one that gets really really good ratings okay but it's historical fiction isn't it i mean sorry like it's not actually like fantasy yeah i'm pretty sure outlander and it's also on netflix yes it is it is and so. i've heard i've heard actually there's a couple game of thrones actors in it there's okay.
0: uh Tully is in it um, oh really okay. okay cool 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 cool, cool. all right cool, cool, cool man cool cool ladies cool. Cool, 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 cool cool bit of a brooklyn 99 for you there all right well thank you all for sticking with it we do really appreciate it this was a bit of a shorter episode today uh, and Name we you stop- your sex tape <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, that was that was fantastic well, I had to do it props mad props <laughs> for that I can't I can't say me back uh, we appreciate you sticking with it let us know what you think do you do you have any Game of Thrones killers that failed and why do you think they failed we'd love to know or do you think that some of these shows we've talked about are better than we've given them credit for or do for? you think Game of Thrones sucks in which case I don't want to hear from you <laughs> <laughs> hit us up we are at podcast assemble on Instagram or the podcast Assembly at gmail.com do you
1: want to wrap up the show DL? I do I do thank you Tommy thank you Lockie <clears throat> I almost called you Loki
0: Loki Loki Oh he is a god of mischief You are a god of mischief He Loki. is mischievous Lachlan
1: well, Thank you And um, thank, thank you for listeners listening. Really appreciate it You can uh, give us a review If you'd like And we'll catch you next time Thank you Thank you DL. Thank you Tommy Tally hello.